45-21, the final score. Tennessee takes down Vanderbilt in the regular season finale to improve to 7-5. and And again, conclude Josh Heupel's inaugural regular season here on Rocky Top. I'm Eric Kane with Ben McKee and Austin Price. Guys, um... You know, kind of, kind of a waste of time. I mean, kind of a, you know, it kind of was what it was, right? Tennessee played maybe, uh, you know, a, a C game, a C ball game, and still beat the crap out of a team that was far uh, inferior uh, here tonight. Uh, ben, kind of some big takeaways you have from this football game. I just thought Tennessee came out here and did what it was supposed to do, and won on a night where it wasn't its playing its best. Just a whole hum evening at Neyland Stadium, and nothing wrong with that. You only get a select few days in Neyland throughout the year so even these type of games are joyful for, for the fans and, and it should be uh, but I just thought it was a whole hum performance uh, the, the offense kind of struggling to get going in the first half but on the flip side the defense playing well in the first half until that Hail Mary there at the end and then roles kind of reversed there in the second half with the offense looking like it has for for much of the season and that's that's fine against Vandy I guess the the, the kind of taking so long to get going I thought it was a result of Javante Spragans not playing due to the flu-like symptoms that he's been dealing with all week and Cade being out uh, with his ankle injury so you, you were down two starters and as I mentioned to Austin as the first quarter was unraveling you can always tell when Tennessee's down one or multiple starting linemen yeah, and I think that was a good point to you know emphasize. Tennessee has played musical chairs on the offensive line pretty much all season long, but uh, tonight it was obviously no Cade Mays, but no Javante Spragan. So your whole right side of the lineup was out. At points in times you had Davis and Ollie Lane. At other points in times you had Crawford and Jackson Lampley or some combination of the two. So you know, Tennessee was down. Maybe that was for some inconsistencies offensively. But uh, still, too, Austin, I thought Tennessee ran the football very well. I thought Jabari Small and Jalen Wright had some, had some good runs here tonight. They did. I, you know, again, Tennessee had their C game, and, and the game wasn't close. It was never in doubt. They won by 24 points. They did not cover, though. But, uh, you know, this this game was an, an, a ho-hum game against a, a bad opponent. You know, so ten, to, you know, credit this team for continuing to, you know, play. They, I, I, to this point, now they still have a bowl game left. I don't think against – Somebody that's you know the you know middle of the road. No, I'm not talking about Alabama or Georgia. I don't think Tennessee had just a stinker game. You know, the Florida team that Tennessee saw is not the Florida team that you know played yeah. the last half of the season. So you know, I just feel like that they they really have played pretty well all year and not they've just not had that. They didn't game. lose to anybody that they shouldn't have. Pitt's about to go play in the ACC championship game, I believe. Still, still oh, could have won that football game. Yes, and came down to final plays of the game. Ole Miss literally came down to the final play of the game, and Ole Miss just won 10 games in the regular season for the first time ever. Yep. Alabama, Georgia, the, the score was, was lopsided. Florida, the score was lopsided. But Florida was almost the game going into the fourth quarter. Alabama was a game at the beginning of the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and, and Tennessee stuck around fairly a decent amount of time against Georgia, and Georgia's probably going to go win the national championship. Yeah, I, I just, I'm still just in, just amazed when I sit back here now that the regular season, the review mirror, and we've said it a couple times this year. What Tennessee staff has gotten out of some of these some of these individuals, some of these position groups, the lack of depth overall on this team on the offensive line at linebacker, um, at, you know, points in the secondary. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive 
what this team has been able to accomplish despite all those hardships going against them. I mean, guys, I've said this many, many times. I mean, you have a, you have a group of Solon Page, Aaron Beasley, and Jeremy Banks as your linebackers. Juwan Mitchell was not who you thought he was going to be this year, and ultimately a season of uh, you know getting out due to injury. Um, but you know that position group altogether, you know the tight end position group, you were one injury away from being in a world of hurt. I mean, Tennessee has continued to stretch it out thin and, and get a lot of good production, and I think that's a credit to the staff and to the players for the buy-in. It was a looks like a good initial start for Josh Heupel here in Tennessee. Yeah, I mean. You, you factor in everybody that was gone. When you factor in the injuries throughout the year, how thin they were at certain positions, um, to win all the games you're supposed to win, um, you know. And I mean, I guess maybe I wouldn't call Pitt you're supposed to win. That was a flip of the coin type game, and you were right there. Um, and you know, again, everybody's gonna say if you'd started Hendon Hooker, you would have won. You probably would have. But I mean, you know, at least they didn't beat themselves. You know, beat their head against the wall. Continuing going down the Joe Milton path, they, you know, they. What they are you referencing? <laughs> what am I referencing? I'm just making a making a joke of years past. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. At the quarterback um, position. Oh, you're talking about JG. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, but my point though is they 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 made the move. You know, they didn't wait another game or two to make the move. They made the move. Hendon Hooker took off, um, and. Uh, you know, has, has maximized his opportunities. And, and, and Cedric Tillman would beat that dead horse. I mean, who's no one saw that coming. I mean, like, no. Theo Jackson can sit up there and say, oh, well, we saw it in practice. And it, it doesn't matter. Right? It would, it, no one that had eight catches. You know, eight a game the last few weeks. I know somebody saw Theo Jackson's pick six coming tonight, but that's a different conversation. Was that your wild prediction? In the- My bold prediction, sir. Get it right put some respect on the Game Quest podcast. But Josh Heifel deserves <laughs> to be in the SEC. The listens, you, you may laugh, the listens are at, you know jumping off the page every week. Yeah, shout out to all the I'm proud folks. of you guys. Thank Good you. folks. Y'all been doing there. great. But, uh, Tennessee fans should be equally as proud of Josh Heifel. And not to ruffle feathers, but Sam Pittman would be my SEC coach of the year, quite frankly. And that's another conversation for uh, another time. But Josh Heifel is in the, the running. And, and uh, I, I do think he is deserving, absolutely, and, and should be top two, top three. To me, I, I think the conversation should center around uh, Sam Pittman, Kirby Smart, and Josh Heupel. Those three coaches have had the most impressive Got to throw Lane jobs. in there. Uh, yeah, I think you have to throw Lane. They've yeah, never won 10 true. games ever. Got I mean, like, to throw Lane in there. I'd I throw him in there as well. I, I just – I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but I think Sam Pittman Who's, who's done over- more with less, and that would be Josh Heupel? I think it's Sam Pittman. Okay. He, he took over a job where they lost, what, 19 straight SEC mm-hmm. games? And you, you go look at the, the the tweet that they sent out, Arkansas did yesterday, of all three rivalry trophies uh, and going 8-4 and four in the season. So, again, that's a different conversation. Don't want to go down that rabbit hole. My point in bringing the SEC Coach of the Year stuff up is that Josh Heupel and this coaching staff have done such a tremendous job that he absolutely should be towards the top of the conversation and have a lot of votes thrown his way. All right, so Tennessee beats Vanderbilt. We know that. Uh, easy money, 45-21. Austin, you've been doing this a lot longer than uh, than me and Ben have. Uh, you're now entering bowl season, okay? The, the schedules, you know, coaches are going to get out and go in homes and recruit next week. Uh, the kids will focus on taking finals before, you know, starting bowl, bowl practices. Um, a, lot of, a lot of things can happen between then. You're, you're going to see seniors decide to go on to different avenues. You'll start, you're, you'll start seeing players enter the transfer portal. 
um, before Tennessee plays another football game. Kind of what's this? What's your expect- expectations for this next phase of of the football season, which is you know not really the end, but almost the end. Well, I, you know, for this group. I, I think tonight was the the end for seniors. Okay, yeah. like they, they 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 have another game to play, but the bowl game is different than your final game at Neyland. So, um, and and had Tennessee played their final game at Neyland two weeks ago, that's when it would have kind of ended because you, it's just different. The, the, your final game at home versus your final game, and so um, they they no matter who they play, no matter where they play, they're going to want to go out a winner. Um, you know, but it, it does shift a little bit, and it, and you'll see them. You know, it, it becomes a little more laid back. Like you know, you, you're trying to get to a bowl game. You're trying to get to a bowl game. Okay, now you're to the bowl game. You get the bowl gifts. You get the trips. You get the you know going out with your friends. You, you do all the different stuff. Um, you know, it, so it, it changes a little bit. But I, this group's been, again I, the best thing you can say about them. They've they've been motivated all year. They'll be motivated for the bowl game. I'd be shocked if they're not, no matter where they are. Whether that's uh, Nashville or, or Jacksonville or Tampa or Charlotte or wherever, I think they'll be they'll be you know they're not going to Memphis. Um, I don't care if the Liberty Bowl. Is <laughs> I had a Liberty Bowl pamphlet at my seat. Awesome prize. That, that's great. Um, you know, get, so, get the guys pass that out. They, they were sitting down the road from you. <laughs> and so, but the uh, point being is, you know, they'll they'll be ready in my opinion, just based off this group of kids. They'll want to go out winners. And so the, the biggest attention is for the recruiting side of things. Yeah. The next two weeks, coaches are going to be out on the road starting Monday. Josh Heupel will be out. He'll be out in this state. And an eighth win would be absolutely huge. I know Heupel will be out on the road before the eighth win were to come. But that's seven right. wins, that's impressive. Heupel talked about it tonight post game, But, man, eight wins to sell after the offseason that they had, that would be huge for recruiting. Oh, it would. And it, now, I'll say this. Depending on who all comes back, like the expectations next year, you know, will be skyrocketed. But the problem is, is like you still have to replace some really key guys, like Theo Jackson. Oh yeah, you got to replace a guy like that. But hey, guess what? A year ago, no one would have expected mm-hmm. Theo Jackson to play the way he did this year. A year ago, nobody would have talked about you know Such Jeremy Banks being decent at linebacker. No one would have talked Matthew about Butler. you know. Well, Matthew Butler's year, or uh, even a guy like Darnell Wright. I mean, like yep. no one, you know, everybody had kind of high hopes still because the the whole recruiting aspect, former five star, blah blah blah. But he hadn't you know done it and consistently. I thought he had a great year. Yep, you know he, he and, wasn't and, talked about, which means for a left tackle, you had a great year, uh, and, especially and, a left tackle. And yeah. will and 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 was healthy. Yeah. You know, I mean, think about it. Had had he never went down. Okay, I saw him. I was I was right next to him on the field after the game tonight, and it just like a you know we we've said this before, but again, he's done a nice job of getting in shape. I mean, he just looks thinner. He looks so much thinner, and you gotta be you gotta be thin to play on the island out there on the edge of the offensive tackle. So, to your point, recruiting is going to be huge. You're gonna have to replace and all that type of stuff as Tennessee continues on towards looking towards a bowl a a bowl game before really getting into the second half of. Uh, Kind of, kind of the academic year with offseason workouts. So, Tennessee wins it big over Vanderbilt, forty-five to twenty-one, and uh, we'll have plenty of recruiting coverage tonight, tomorrow, and on through the next week here at VolQuest.com. For Austin Price, Ben McKee, I am Eric Kane. Again, final score: Tennessee defeats Vanderbilt by a score of forty-five to twenty-one.